Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of How I Teach with Language Arts Lady. Uh, this is episode four. This is your teacher's notebook sheet. So if you are on here live or you're watching the video, I am showing the teacher's notebook episode sheets right now. So let me start over. I'm Donna Reese, Language Arts Lady, and uh, this is episode number four of How I Teach. Tonight is How I Teach um, Beginning Research Report Writing. So let me start my timer so that I don't go over. I'm trying to be conscientious of everybody's time. And um, I am a, um, a, an elementary teacher by training, master's work in reading specialist, curriculum author of over 100 books, totaling 50,000 pages. And I am getting my work out there to teachers, homeschoolers, tutors, to teach all of the hundreds and hundreds of tips and tricks that I have. So I'm gonna start off by showing you the teacher's notebook episode sheets. Every episode has a packet with it, with notes for the teacher, as well as um, freebies, free books and products that you can get about that same topic that I'm teaching about. And it also has worksheets and things that you can print and use with your students. Uh, so I'm teaching you, then you can teach them. So it's really exciting. But I wanted to show you this because you actually have two ways to consume how I teach. You can watch it on video, either on YouTube, at my uh, blog, um, website, Language Arts Lady blog, or um, on video live in, uh, in Facebook. Or, and if you do, then if you're watching it live, then you will see the PowerPoint presentation. And the PowerPoint is basically just the teacher's notebook in half size sheets, since PowerPoint is landscape and notebooks are um, portrait. So, but if you're listening to it um, in iTunes or at uh, Language Arts Lady blog, then you also have the option of going ahead and printing off your teacher's notebook and following along that way. So there is a visual component to it. And that is why I wanted to have a PowerPoint for those watching it on video and teacher's notebook for those um, who are going to watch it listen to it. And teacher's notebook is for everybody though, so be sure to print yours off either now or later to use with your students. So let me give you a sneak preview of the teacher's notebook episode sheet. So this is hit for, I'm gonna be teaching beginning research report writing, super exciting topic. I love, love, love teaching this. Um, then you get your teacher's notebook and it has all the information that I'm teaching from. So here are actual lesson sheets out of some of my books. And I'm going to be teaching you from these lesson sheets. Then you have outlining uh, pages, outlining cards, and worksheets and things that you can print off and use with your students. And then at the back of the episode, there's the sample. You always want the sample. I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. There is a semicolon lesson. And then it tells you how to get your teacher's notebook pages each week and how to get the whole notebook in one um, PDF. And then it has free products that you can get related to this episode. And then it has products that you can purchase related to this episode, one month downloadable books and print books, meaningful composition. And then it ends with create a class. So you can contact me to have me teach this material to your students also. All right, without further ado, I'm gonna head into the PowerPoint and get started. How I teach, slideshow, let's go. So 
we started out with the first three episodes being um, about different things for different ages. This podcast, videocast, is dedicated to primarily second through 12th grade students. I know that that's a really big span, but each episode will cover a certain type of writing or grammar, as well as the age, an age group that it fits with. So like the first episode was three favorites, and I taught that using three favorite Peter Pan characters. And it's a three favorite essay. It's how I teach a lot of beginning essay writing. And it was for, um, I believe, fourth through eighth grade with some tweaks and things for second and third graders. Then episode two is how I teach the very short story with Predator and Prey from the Jungle Book. And that was primarily for uh, fifth through 10th grade, but it could work as remediation for older students. And then episode three was beginning writing boxes and that was for second through fourth grade. So today's episode is how I teach beginning research report writing. And this is primarily for fourth and eighth grade students. Very, very adaptable to high schoolers who need remediation. So um, I use this in my jumpstart, meaningful composition jumpstart books. I use this uh, for high schoolers who need remediation. So I do have two remediation books called Jumpstart One and Jumpstart Two. And I really like the Jumpstart book specifically have um, assignments at easier levels incrementally to move your student along like through one jumpstart book, they just move, you know, maybe from a third grade writer to a fifth grade or sixth grade writer within one book if they are older, because it is incremental. But the other thing about it is that it is also um, high interest. So a lot, mo what I found is actually with when it comes with animal writing, uh, in, in most, most types of animal writing, all levels of students, all grades of students enjoy that. So it isn't feeling like you have a 12th grader um, whom you are doing remediation with and you're asking them to write about, um, oh, let's say, you know, their favorite, um, uh, uh, I'm trying to think their favorite uh, mouseketeer or something, I can't even think, but something that would be very immature. So uh, this particular report is using Animals of the Jungle. It comes from Jungle Book, uh, one of my one month uh, downloadable books, the Jungle Book. And like I said, it is adaptable to ninth, 10th, 11th, and 12th graders. And I will be making tweaks along the way to explain how to use this approach with um, all of these grade levels. So I introduced my overview box. Now this looks like a lot. So I want to tell you right up front that this is the teacher's best friend. This shows you exactly what is in each project. Now, whether you use my materials or not, the reason I include this in the PowerPoint as well as in the uh, teacher's notebook packets is because I want to emphasize every single episode, the importance of expectations with your students. So I go over this with my students and they're used to it now, so it doesn't really overwhelm them. So I just go through here and I just say, okay, we're gonna write an animal of the jungle. And there's a list of choices and you can choose one of those or choose something else altogether. So they know that that's Roman numeral one. And then I say, okay, go down to Roman numeral two. Basic students will write two paragraphs for the body. So those will be like fourth and fifth grade. 
And then extension students, six, seventh, eighth on up, they will write three paragraphs for the body. Then I say move to your sentences per paragraph, Roman numeral three. Basic students will write four to six sentences in each paragraph and extension students will write five to eight. And they just go through here, they're used to it now. So they just go through here and they highlight each thing. Do I need a quote? Do I need an opening paragraph? Do I need a closing paragraph? How many sources am I supposed to use? How many quotes do I have to have? And they go through and highlight as I go through the Roman numerals with them. But the reason I say that this is the teacher's best friend is because I constantly flip back to it. And also, wait a minute, extensions, are you guys doing three or four for the body? And you know, they usually tell me it's three for extensions, you know, Ms. Donna. And I'm like, yeah, but if not, or if I'm at home planning or something like that, I can just flip back to the overview. So that's why it's a teacher's best friend. Now, even if you don't use something this elaborate for your expectations for your students, I really want to beg you to um, use expectations with them, that they know right off the bat exactly what is expected, that they know that they are writing two paragraphs for the body. They know they have to do an opening paragraph later on. They know they have to use at least one source or two sources. They know they have to put a quote in it. We as adults do not like to be given a job without being given the expectations and neither do students. And we owe them that uh, expectation, explanation, as my husband always called it when we, my husband always called it when we were parenting. We owe this to our students because we don't like to be left in the dark and we shouldn't leave them in the dark either. Also, another beautiful thing about the overview boxes is that it always gives uh, topic suggestions. And this is really good for the students who are like, I just don't know what to write about. I, I don't know what kind of animal to do. I don't you know. And you can just bring their attention. Well, look, what about wolf, brown bear, black panther, Grelinger, tiger, python, elephant? You know, which of these animals do you like? What do you like to see at the zoo? You know, and you can really open it up. And a lot of times they won't choose one of those, but I want the list there for them. All right. I, uh, they are going to be using a source. Um, basic students will use one source and extension students will use two. I want to make it clear before I go into this lesson, the importance of prerequisites. So a student who comes to me does not, uh, in fourth grade, this is not their first project. So prior to this, they have already written one paragraph about something that they had to research. They have already done like one animal at the zoo or one pet or one um, uh, state that they visited or something that is very simplified, but they have to go research to get information. They have already done that prior to this. Another thing that they have already done is they have already probably done at least a one or two favorites, if not a three favorites essay. And the reason for that, as you'll see if you go back and listen to episode one, is that that is already in their brain, right? That's what they like to say. They like to say, I want to write from my brain. I just love it when kids say that. I want to write from my brain. So they have already practiced their writing skills, their paragraph divisions, things that are more advanced skills, bringing sentences together for one paragraph, uh, being able to 
um, switch paragraphs again, the paragraph divisions, being able to introduce their topic. They've already done that with information in their brain, right? They already did it at a, at a different expectation level. So we didn't just come right into, here is report writing. You're gonna have to be able to do all of these skills. The skills were already built incrementally leading up to this project. So the uh, three paragraphs for extensions in this, three paragraphs about an animal, uh, that will not be any problem for them. They probably already did three paragraphs from their brains of their favorite breakfast cereal, or one paragraph about a state that they have visited. And so they've already done an essay, they've already done some research. We have built incrementally the skills that I am expecting of them in this level of a project. All right, so now they've already used sources in other, um, in other instances, all right? So this is not their first source using. Right. The, I'm going to be eventually I'm going to teach using a paragraph house and some other tools that I use for second graders and third graders. And they have already opened up a source and um, filled in a paragraph house with notes. They've already opened up a source and answered the five W's. They've already done all of those things to lay the groundwork for this. OK, so. At this level, I start teaching what I call the color-coded research. And this is where they print off their source or sources about their animal. And they choose their paragraph topics. And I give a list of those for them too. So they know that they're either doing two aspects or two um, features of their animal, or they are doing three, depending on their basic or extension. And then I tell them, every paragraph is a unit of thought. Guess what? This is not the first time they have heard that. <laughs> so I am, if you're in your teacher's notebook, I am under A4. They have heard me say that. For every sense that they came to me for reading, they heard me say that when they were learning to read. Look how we switch paragraphs because we switch topics. I do that all the time with our half-day elementary kids in reading composition, comprehension, reading comprehension, where we have to figure out what the paragraphs are about and all the details. And I have them draw a little arrow with each paragraph. And then we talk about what each paragraph is about. So they, they hopefully have already done this in reading, but if not, they have definitely already done it with me in their second and third grade materials where we have realized that a paragraph is a unit of thought. Of course, as I taught in the hit episode one, the three favorites makes that a breeze, doesn't it? All right, so I tell them they need to pick two or three features of their animal. And I give them some ideas, it's habitat, it's mate, its relationship to people, its relationship to others of its own kind, its eating and food gathering habits, its enemies, okay? And I tell them to pick two or three, okay, let me go back, sorry. I tell them to pick two or three, depending on their level, features that they want to write about. And they don't have to do one of these, right? They can choose different features altogether. 
but they printed off their source. Maybe it is a Wikipedia article at this level. And they have chosen three aspects. So I wanna take you to the sample. I talked about this before too. Every project needs a sample. These poor angelic beings need samples, right? It's not fair for us to ask them to do something that they've never seen done. And so this is the student sample essay. All right, and again, speaking and, and focusing on the paragraph of body A, physical features. You can see that in the teacher's notebook as well as in the PowerPoint and on the sample, all of my samples have this. When bold font following the paragraph, it tells what that topic is. Again, this is more of that layering on of that teaching that I talked about previously, that a paragraph is a unit of thought, and how can they learn to divide paragraphs? They learn to divide paragraphs by deciding ahead of time what each paragraph will contain. So here they've decided, this sample uh, essay shows us that they've decided that paragraph of body A will be its physical features. Paragraph of body B will be its wolf pack and paragraph of body C will be its communication. And then this one also has an opening because extension students are writing an opening paragraph and they've already been taught how to write opening paragraphs, right? Okay, so here is how they will outline. They will pick their um, topics and then lesson B says create an outline. Now, for this particular lesson, I have given them one outlining card with questions. And I emphasize to them that this outlining card comes from a museum placard. So, or maybe it was a zoo placard. I can't remember which one, <laughs> it's been a while. Um, but it came from, I actually think it came from a natural um, science museum. So the, I'm at card one, first paragraph of body A, and I am going to make it a no-brainer for them as to what they're going to put in this paragraph. And I do this a lot in my second and third grade materials, like who, what, when, where, why? You know, four, four little points about your animal. And then the, the um, uh, foundation of your house for your opening, and the uh, chimney for your, uh, the attic for your closing. So I've done this in a lot of ways already with them and I'm just going to give them some more training wheels. So I am going to give them the first card and the first topic that they are going to write about their animal, the first aspect is physical characteristics. So if you're looking at the card, you can see that it has size, body covering, stance, collar, markings, and I'm going to talk about the quote in just a moment. So then underneath each of those, under size, it says one, number one, what is the animal's adult average length? And there's a line for them to put that information. Number two, what is the animal's adult average height? And a line. Three, what is the animal's adult average weight? And then body covering, what is this animal covered with? Hair, fur, skin, texture, or feathers? Stance, stand on two legs or four. What does this posture look like? Collaring, markings. 
So the first paragraph is relatively easy for them because they just fill in the blanks. Isn't that great? I love fill in the blank outlining whenever you're trying to teach paragraph division because they can't go off the rails, can they? All right, so they have to include a quote. Everybody on the overview box said that the overview box showed that everybody needs to include a quote in this paper. And so that means that I am going to teach quotes, right? Because we don't ask students to do something that we do not teach them how to do. We don't include something in a paper that they have not been taught. We do not um, ask them to do something that they are unfamiliar with. So they're going to include their quote. So at the bottom of each card, there's a quote line and it says quote i will include in this paragraph if this paragraph if this is the paragraph that your quote will be in card two quote quote i will include in this paragraph if this is the paragraph your quote will be in and quote i will include in this paragraph for three so they can choose where they want to put their quote and this just gives them the option if they find something they like they just stick it on the bottom of that card whether it's going to be about the physical characteristics or something else, they'll put it on the right card. Now, just like I have sample essays, I also have sample cards. So I'm moving to the sample outlining cards. So they can see exactly how that sample paper was laid out. So the topic of paragraph physical characteristics of the wolf is the paragraph one. And of course, that was the one that I just reviewed with you about the questions and the answers. And they just answer each question with some notes on lines. Paragraph two, they can choose whatever they want. This particular sample that I have in front of me that you have in your teacher's notebook as well is the pack. Then they're going to go back into their source and find out all the information about the pack. And then the third card is about wolf communication. Now, I want to go back and tell a little bit more about, there's more of their quote lesson. There's a quote lesson, and then it shows them how to copy their quote with speech tags and so forth. They have a whole quote lesson, though, as well, besides that. So, so with the color-coded research, um, let's see where that color-coded research went. Okay, so with the color-coded research, they are going to, oh, it's in A4. With the color-coded research, they are going to print out their uh, source, as I mentioned earlier, and they're going to take two colors of highlighters if they are using writing two paragraphs. You see, this is something that you can use the outlining cards that I provided here. Take any topic and use this color-coded research immediately. You can, you can do it tomorrow for class. How about that? All right, so they're going to have their outlining cards there beside them, blank outlining cards that they've cut out or torn out of their book or you printed off for them. And then they're going to have their research. So maybe they printed off uh, a wolf article from Wikipedia or maybe a, a natural um, animal kind of website or something like that. And uh, they, there are some tips on choosing friendly, user-friendly sources for students, but uh, in the book as well. But they have that 
in front of them. I always encourage students to find sources that have headers, right? And the, the more headers, the better, right? And then once they have a source that has headers above it, I tell them, guess what? Every header in there can be a paragraph. Those headers can be your paragraph of body topics. And so they are like running to find sources with headers, right? Because part of the work is done for them. So they will print off their source and they will have their headers because by this time they're all excited about finding sources with good headers. And they take their three colors if they're extensions or two colors if they are basic. And they highlight everything in that source that has to do with their topic in the first collar. So the first collar, the first topic is physical characteristics. So they take, they actually take the top of their card right there, paragraph of body A, and they write physical characteristics on the top, which is already written on for them. And then they highlight that topic of paragraph in pink. It's gonna give, I'm gonna give you some color examples here. They don't have to do it in these colors, but they highlight physical characteristics on their outlining card with pink. Then they go through their source and they circle or highlight everything in their source that might fit on that card, might fit in that paragraph. And all the while I'm encouraging them, once you get to something that's not physical characteristics, stop because the only things that go in that paragraph are things about the animal's physical characteristics. Then they take their second card, their second collar, excuse me, they take their second collar and their paragraph body B, their second card as well. They highlight the topic of paragraph at the top and they write in their topic. So maybe at this point they are doing habitat. So they write habitat on the topic of paragraph. And again, one of my most important aspects of outlining is that every outlining space has the topic of paragraph on it. As a matter of fact, level B and level C kids in my classes, so that will be sixth grade and up, for every topic of paragraph line that is blank, they drop down a full letter grade on their outline. So if they had three paragraphs and they didn't write the topic of paragraph and they would have gotten an A, but they didn't put it one time, they just dropped down to a C. No, C, C, D, they just drop down to a D, right? That is the way I'm going to teach paragraph division is based on them always knowing what is going in their paragraph. It's one of the foundations for my paragraph division teaching. So if they skip the topic of paragraph, now when it's like, I already know, it's physical features, habitat, and, and offspring. I'm like, yeah, you know it now, but what about five paragraphs? What about six? What about eight? I have some students who will be doing a 20 paragraph research report here at the end of the semester in my research report writing class. So what about then, right? So we determine topics of paragraphs early on. So they write habitat on their topic of paragraph B, color it with light blue highlighter, go through their sources and find everything about habitat and circle it with blue, circle, 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 highlight, whatever with blue. They can now see at a glance 
everything in this, everything that's pink can go in physical characteristics if I want to include it. Everything that's blue can go in habitat. And then they do the same thing with their third one. Then I have them take out their outlining cards and take their notes. So you can see right here on the sample note cards um, that they just use shorthand to take notes. Now I teach students from the beginning when I first give them sources. So in the second and third grade books, I give them sources like 90% of the time. I give them passages to write from. I give them the sources in a second and third grade books. And I teach them from the very, very, very beginning of even the sources that I give them to write it one way or the other. Either use the sources wording in your outline always so that when you write, you always know that those are somebody else's words. Or never use the source's words, change it into your own words from the beginning. So you always know that those are your words. Now, I really lean very strongly towards writing out, writing your notes, students writing their notes from the source in the source's words. And this is the reason that I do that. It is because when they're ready to write it on their own, if they have the source's words in the outline, then they know not to include those when they write themselves. And if they put their own words, then they wanna change something. They're always wondering, am I going back and using some of the source's words now? Or are these my own? And you know, when they want to change it, when they want to come up with something different, then they have this whole problem of being concerned that maybe they are thinking about the sources words. So I teach for them to use the sources words in their outline and then make it their own. All right, there's the sample again. Now I'm not going to go into it, the semicolon lesson, but I teach all aspects of uh, writing, sentence writing and everything in each in each writing uh, project. But everything, this doesn't show everything that's in this lesson uh, here in the PowerPoint or in the teacher's notebook because that would be, um, I think like a research lesson like this might be 40, uh, 30 pages long. Uh, it depends on, we're counting the checklist challenge too, which I'm gonna teach you how to teach the checklist challenge one of these days very soon. All right, so they take those notes and then it tells them to use their notes to write, okay? And um, I'm gonna do quotation lessons another time too. Um, but like I said, they've already had experience with quotes and they just choose one, one quote and they put it at the bottom of their, their card and then they can put it anywhere they want. Extension students are gonna have an opening paragraph. You can see here in the student sample, they're gonna have an opening paragraph. So they could include the quote there if they would rather, okay? And um, this book, this lesson also contains an extensive lesson on an opening paragraph for extension students um, so that they know how to introduce their three topics about their animal. So that is how to teach very, very, very beginning research writing with a source that the student gets himself. Again, some of the most important aspects are that you have samples for the student. 
that the expectations are laid out ahead of time. They know exactly what they're going to be doing in this project. There aren't any surprises, right? And they'll, they'll him and haul and, and groan, you know, three paragraphs for extensions and we have to use two sources and why do we have to put a quote in? Quotes are so hard, you know, and they're so cute and sweet. And I just tell them that I'm gonna be there for them every step of the way and they can call me, text me, show up on my doorstep and I will help them. So anyway, I'm gonna go back to the back and share a few things with you that you need to know to get even more help from this. So I'm back to the learn more, get more freebies. Every week you can get your free teacher's notebook sheets for that episode at languagelateartsladyblog.com forward slash how I teach. So it will list that week's episode It'll show you how to get the video, how to get the audio, how to get the description, how to get the teacher's notebook sheets for that week. Also, you can go to languageartsladyblog.com forward slash teacher's notebook and get all of the episode's notes. That's exciting because you don't have to print off each one separately. So print off your teacher's notebook, get you a three-hole binder, make it thick because you are going to have a lot of free sheets. Um, throughout the How I Teach podcast video cast. All right, also the topics, the, the uh, lessons that I taught today are in some of these free books too. So I have freebies that are available at languageartsladyblog.com and um, these three books specifically have free lessons and bonus. They also have videos of me teaching them. So you can take the week off. How about that? So you can get right on Mowgli level two, right on Mowgli level four, right on Peter Pan level five, how to complete the checklist challenges, another one. Those are all free. Then here are digital products related to this. So there's an example, Dumbo One. Um, I teach how to take notes from two paragraphs, one about Asian elephants and one about African elephants and the sources given for those little guys. So, um, and girls. <laughs> so there are some other books that have these, the same type of teaching. I will warn you that when you get to level five, Peter Pan five, a report on the wooden world or the age of sail, Beauty and the Beast five, report on something from Bell's world or time period. Those are pretty intense. Those assume a lot of prerequisites, right? but um, they are step-by-step -step incremental research writing. And then here are the books from the Meaningful Composition print series that have the same teaching in them from 3-1 all the way up to 10-2. So thank you so much for joining me. If you would like for me to teach your small group, your class, your family, your student, you can go to uh, languageartsladyblog.com forward slash create a class and get with me about how to create a six week or 12 week class online where um, with editing of your students' papers by a professional here, one of my professional editors or myself. And um, they are outstanding editors. I'm just saying they've been through my training. They've been through all my classes and they're college kids doing a great, great job editing. Um, so anyway, create a class. You can find me there too. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode of How I Teach. 
um, beginning research report writing. Um, I will see you next week with episode five. And um, you can visit Language Arts Lady blog for more information. Thanks a lot.